0: single soul, reaching up as and stepping in closer, and Welcome to Living Life. When you're confronted with a problem, uh, and it seems too overwhelming for you, do you Try to figure it out through your own efforts. Uh, you, you know, it's kind of like when you, uh, you know, get a new Christmas gift, electronic gift, and you know, you're trying to or you're trying to put it together. And at the end of putting it together, there's still some extra screws that maybe are things that you weren't able to actually put in the gift. You try to figure it out through your own efforts, or do you call upon somebody who's wiser and more knowledgeable uh, so that you can rely upon them? rather than through your own efforts. Well, in this story, uh, in this passage, uh, which is about uh, the shipwreck, the beginning of, uh, before the shipwreck of Paul as he's on his way to Rome, we're going to see uh, this very thing taking place uh, among those who are on the ship. And uh, we're going to see how uh, God, uh, even in the midst of our calamity, always has mercy and grace for us. Take a look at the passage. Acts
1: chapter 27, verses 13 through 26. When a gentle south wind began to blow, they saw their opportunity. So they weighed anchor and sailed along the shore of Crete. Before very long, a wind of hurricane force called the northeaster swept down from the island. The ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind, so we gave way to it and were driven along. As we passed to the lee of a small island called Kauda, we were hardly able to make the lifeboat secure, so the men hoisted it aboard. Then they passed ropes under the ship itself to hold it together. Because they were afraid they would run aground on the sandbars of Sirtis, they lowered the sea anchor and let the ship be driven along. We took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. On the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. After they had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island.
0: Welcome back to Living Life. I want us to get into this passage and really see God moving, especially with respect to the storms that are in your life. Uh, In this particular passage, it opens with the ship that Paul is on uh, in Fair Havens, which is a port. in Crete, uh, in the southern area of Crete. uh, And the crew decides to uh, set sail for uh, Phoenix, which is really ultimately from uh, from Phoenix to go to Rome. Um, However, this is not a good time of year in terms of the weather. Uh, it's after the Day of, uh, Day of Atonement. It's, it's after that that festival, and usually after the Day of Atonement, as, as Paul was, explains to us, uh, the bad weather sets in in terms of the wind. Uh, the winds are really uncertain, uh, and it's not a good time for ships. Ships should be docking at this time of year, but they decide to go anyway. Maybe it was because uh, on this ship there was grain. On this ship that was. Uh, Slated to go to Rome, Uh, maybe the owner, the ship owner, and the ship captain wanted to get the grain there soon, or maybe he wanted to get the prisoners there uh, and Paul to uh, to Rome, and he felt this was the opportunity. For whatever reason, they set sail, and they shouldn't have. Uh, Paul tells them uh, about the danger of setting sail, but they see a little break in the storm. They see a little peace in the storm, so they set sail quickly. But in every storm, there's always peace, because there's always an eye in the storm, especially with this nor'easter that was coming, uh, as we'll see in the passage. Uh, There's peace in the eye, but outside of the eye of the storm, the storm is raging. So very quickly, shortly after they set sail, uh, they are confronted with this northeast of this hurricane, these hurricane-force winds, which blow the ship around uh, and cause it to be unstable on the, on the waters. So what's the first thing they do is they take uh, actions and they start to lighten the low. One of the things that uh, all sailors know is in, when, when the ship is unstable is you must lighten the load and it brings stability back to the ship. So they, what the, some of the things that they did is they ink, they put the anchor in the back of the ship uh, to, uh, to let the, uh, the winds kind of drive the ship along. Uh, they also threw over the cargo, which was the grain, uh, and they also threw over some of the ship's equipment, which was the tackle, to lighten the load of the ship. Uh, all of these things were being done uh, to pres- one to preserve, uh, hopefully preserve the lives of those there, but also uh, to allow the ship to gain uh, stability. Uh, the problem is, is that uh, the ship uh, the ship never really gained. Uh, stability and was still being blown around by the winds. It's kind of like our lives sometimes. We do a lot of things to try to lighten the load in our lives. We try to take this out of our line and stop doing this and, and, and remove this. But at the end of the day, even though we lighten the load, it never really seems that our lives become stable. It never really seems like our lives get back on track. Uh, the only way that our lives get back on track, even though we try to use human effort to try to lighten the load, is when we know Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can bring stability uh, to our lives. So Paul uses this opportunity to stand up and, tell you, and say, kind of, I told you so, guys. I told you. Uh, that this was a dangerous time of year, Uh, but you didn't listen to me, you wanted to set sail anyway. Um, but, he st- but he says that, but most of the time when that's said, it, those are not encouraging words. It's kind of they're kind of words where we say uh, in-your-face words that are not intended to encourage us, but to really put us down. But Paul was saying it in, by means of encouraging because he tells the sailors to be encouraged. Keep up your courage. And he says that an angel, God sent an angel to talk to me last night. And he says that not one life will be lost. And that you know we would we're going to run aground on an island somewhere, but your lives will be preserved. Now it was interesting. Paul talks about this angel uh, in to the Romans and uh, to to those on the ship, and he says this angel also told him that he would stand trial in Rome, so he would make it. But also those with him would make it would make it as well, and they would not lose their lives. The ship will be lost, obviously the cargo is lost, but everyone will lives will be preserved. Do You know, this is so interesting. It's because God is the one who ultimately preserves our lives by giving us, offering us eternal life. Even when we make bad decisions, even when we put ourselves in harm's way, God has enough grace and God has enough mercy to offer us uh, eternal life, to change our position, to transform us and bring, up, bring us from a place of darkness, bring us from a place of hopelessness to a place of, of hope and of life. Remember Paul stood up, the, the, this passage tells us that Paul stood up when the men were without hope. After doing all they can do and then after the sun and the stars were no longer visible, it says that they lost all hope. But. With, Paul was doing and through God is he was restoring hope to them that even though they did not have a visible sign, even though they couldn't navigate anymore, even though they didn't know where they were going, they still had hope in God. The point is, is that we walk by faith and not by sight. You know, even when it seems like you've lost control of your life and it's out of control, and no matter what you're doing in terms of lightening the load and trying to bring stability to your life, it, it's not coming back. Well, this passage offers hope for you today in that Jesus Christ is the one who could stabilize your life and bring hope back to you again when, with your hopelessness. So my prayer today is that you will come to know Jesus Christ and begin to have a restored, transformed life. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for this moment. We thank you for the truth of your word. We thank you for the power of your word. And I pray, Lord, that those who are listening, those who are watching, will sense uh, God calling them to stability since God calling them to a life preserve, preservation for God is throwing out the lifeline that they may grab on and they may be pulled and rescued and have life today Lord that's what I pray and I give you all honor and glory in Jesus name Amen a single soul Reaching up further And stepping in closer See